1: Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret, the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Murder with Music.
0: Music. <laughs>
2: There, staring at me. Why don't you say something? No! Still come near me. You wouldn't hit me. You wouldn't hurt. Oh, my face! Why? Why are you fired? Stop! Stop for the love of heaven! Don't hit me, Grant!
3: Hamilton has planned this recital for weeks. Edward Miland is her protege. Now, it must
1: be us. Why? Just because she's in the social register and has a mansion uptown? Mrs. Hamilton is a
3: patron of the arts. Mm. This Edward Meland is the latest discovery. She put him up here at her home. She's given him the finest teacher. She's completely responsible for his
1: success. Now, if you ask me, the old girl's probably just got a crush on that young piano. Now,
2: you behave yourself. No. It's his music, darling. Sponsored
1: oh. Quite nice. Well, that's over. Oh, it's past eleven. Let's say thanks and good night and get out of here before the darlings and you played so divinely, Star. Darling! Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh.
3: Too late.
1: Miss Lane, how charming to see you again.
2: Hello.
3: Hello. How are you? Lamont, you know Oliver Viceroy, the society columnist. Of course.
1: Of course, everybody knows me, Miss Lane. Harriet's got a real find in Edward Milan, don't you think? Going to make him a big star.
3: Hmm. He's quite young,
1: isn't he? Uh, the aesthetic type, you know. Well, Harriet doesn't push him too hard. But you know Harriet Hamilton once she sets her mind to a thing.
3: Well, she's certainly got some of the most influential people up here to hear his first recital.
1: Oh, Harriet can do anything.
3: Oh, um, oh, by the way, have you seen Jennifer Gay around? No, I haven't seen Jen. Well, she's a friend of yours and uh,
1: Mrs. Hamilton, isn't she? Uh, the truth is, Mr. Viceroy, I made Miss Lane promise to introduce me to Miss Jennifer Gay. I was anxious to meet the famous actress. No, I don't think you're likely to see her here tonight. Well, that, uh, I must make the laugh. Oh, that old fluff. The day I see him without that silly blue cornflower boutonniere, I give him a big red apple, now, right? Now, Marge, stop it. That's
3: a trade bar.
1: You
2: know,
1: best best man in town. Let's
2: get out of here, Margaret. Oh, you played so divinely. spoiled again. <laughs> Didn't he play divinely, Miss Lane? <laughs> Mr. Cranston? Yes, certainly. This it. is my protege, Edward Millan. How do you do? How do
1: you do, How Mr. Millan? We really? did
2: enjoy your playing very much. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Art.
1: Really, Harriet, I'd like to be excused
2: if I may. Oh, just a few more introductions, Edward. Recitals upset Edward dreadfully. It's the first time he's played before so many well-known
1: people. Oh, by the way, Mrs. Hamilton, is Jennifer Gay around? I'd like to meet her. I've enjoyed her plays so much.
2: Jennifer Gay? Uh, No, she's not around, Mr. Cranston. As a matter of fact, she wasn't invited. She won't be here tonight.
1: Oh, what's that? Sounds like someone rapping on the French door.
2: There is someone standing outside me.
1: It's a girl. And there's something wrong with her. Look. Harriet, look. She's falling against the glass. Oh, what is it? Stand aside, everybody. Oh, my God. Jennifer, Jennifer. Jennifer Keep away from the device. No, let me help her. Jennifer, my darling. Harriet, my darling. it is Jennifer.
2: Oh, don't
1: look at we've got to do something to help her. Too late, Margot. She's dead. Oh, what? She's been brutally beaten. I'm afraid this is murder. Oh. Quiet! Please! Everybody! Just stay right here in the living room. The police will be here in a minute.
2: Oh, but this can't be murder, Mr. Cranston, here in my home. I'm afraid it
1: is, Mrs. Hamilton. People don't commit suicide that way. Jennifer! Jennifer murdered this way! Now, please try to control yourself, Mr. But Who could have killed him? Murdered him?
2: So brutally, is not Oh, it couldn't have been any of my guests, Mr. Cranston. We were all in this room when Jennifer was killed. You and Miss Lane had chairs right by the door. You'd have seen if anyone had.
0: Yes, that's true. Hello, everybody. Sorry I'm late.
1: Come oh,
3: on, that's Brad
1: her. So I see. Body beautiful himself. Well, what's wrong, Harriet? I thought this was a party. You all look as though you'd seen a ghost. Not a ghost, Mr. Bartholomew. A body. Huh? Jennifer Gay's dead body is under that robe. Well, oh, not Jennifer. You know her, Mr. Bartholomew? Well, certainly I know her. She's one of my best friends. I wouldn't exactly say friends, Mr. Bartholomew. Oh. You here, too, Papa Viceroy? Where were you all evening, Mr. Bartholomew, if you were invited here? I was having a few drinks at the Penguin Club after dinner. I didn't realize it was so late. Oh, I see. Oh,
2: Mr. Cranston, can't. My guests leave now. We were all
1: in this room at the time. Yes, please, Mr. Cranston. I'm afraid that will have to be for the police. They should be here any minute now. Uh, Mr. Bartholomew, would you step over here a minute? Well, yes, of course. It's been a terrible thing, hasn't it? Yes, it certainly has. Particularly since you were such a good friend of Jennifer Gay. Well, actually, I just met Jen since I came east. We were really only uh, acquaintances. I see. You know, I've admired those strong, silent roles you play in the movies, Mr. (laughs) Bartholomew. They really give you some rugged parts to play. Well, uh, thanks, Uh, Cranston. Yes, I really have to keep in trim for pictures. Of course. Uh, You say you were at the Pendlin Club all evening? Yes, I was. Say, are you trying to pump me, Cranston? I've heard you're mixed up in some kind of amateur criminology. Not at all. Well, don't, then. When the police get here, they can check my alibi. I was at the Penguin Club all evening. Mr. Jenkins, the owner, will verify that. He's a close friend of mine. I imagine he is. Well, thanks, Mr. Bartholomew. It was nice having the opportunity to get to know you better. (laughs)
3: You know Might, I'm amazed the police let everybody go.
1: Well, they really have nothing to hold them on yet, Margot. Of course, they're all well-known names.
3: Just too. How did you make out with the Greek god Brad Bartholomew? Hmm. You two seem to be having quite a chat.
1: So far, Bartholomew seems to be the only suspect with the strength to commit that brutal murder, and also the motive. Motive? Jealousy, darling. According to the society columns, he and Jennifer were having a pretty hectic romance.
3: Yes, but how could Brad have done it? He was supposed to be at the Penguin Club all evening.
1: Yes, I know. When Brad left this evening, I happened to notice him pick up a pair of men's gloves from the hall table. Well, oh, darling, they were probably, you don't. I'm sure they were. I also noticed that those same gloves were on the hall table when we first came in. Oh, you think he was there before the recital? Attacked Jennifer in the garden, say, and
3: then made a grand entrance to establish his alibi.
1: Alibi that might have been framed. Oh, I know, darling, the police checked with the Penguin Club before we left. the by Bartholomew's own admission, he is a close friend of Mr. Jenkins, the owner of the club. I think the shadow had better pay a little call on Mr. Jenkins and double-check that airtight alibi. Oh.
0: Okay, boys, close up and you can all go. I'm going over the books for a while. There's
1: something else we must go over first, Mr. Jenkins. (laughs) Who's that? There's nobody in this office. The Shadow is here to pay you a call, Mr. Jenkins. The
0: Shadow? Who are you? What do you want? The truth.
1: A man's life is at stake. A man's life? Brad Bartholomew. Why did you say he was here in your club with you all evening? Why did you instruct your help to tell the same lie if anyone questioned? Oh, well, it's a friend of mine. He asked me to say that. I didn't want to see him get in any trouble with that Jennifer Gay. Jennifer Gay? What trouble, Mr. Jenkins? Well, he's been trying to ditch her.
0: He's got another girl. He was with that girl when he left here right after dinner tonight.
1: If Bartholomew wasn't here at your club, where was he? Where did he go?
0: I, I don't know. I swear. I wouldn't have lied about him being here if I thought I was going to get in any trouble.
1: You're in plenty of trouble, Jenkins. If Brad Bartholomew is the murderer, you've made yourself an accomplice, and you'll pay for that stupid lie.
2: Really,
3: Lamont, you're going to get into trouble sometime. Barging into Mr. Bartholomew's hotel suite at three in the morning. His valet told me he wasn't in.
1: Well, I wanted to make sure can't believe anybody when you're on the trail of a killer, Margot. If mm-hmm. I believe Jenkins, I've never found out what I know now. Do you really think Bartholomew's the killer? Well, it looks now as if Brad Bartholomew deliberately faked an alibi, so he could kill Jennifer. Well, oh, it
3: is odd, isn't it? Bartholomew's valet said he hadn't seen him since he went down to the hotel storage room to open up one
1: of his locks. Funny time of night for that sort of thing. Unless he was getting some clues out for a quick getaway. Margot... We're going to slip down into the basement into that storage room.
3: Oh, darling, if he is down there I and mean, he is the killer, our lives won't be worth two cents.
1: We'll have to take that chance, darling. Come on. Take my hand, Margaret.
3: He's there may be a trap along. He knows you're on his trail. He may just want us to come down here. Watch the it. There, that's the last bit. Well, there's, there's nobody down here at this hour. Collie, And the place is pissed off, too. Oh,
1: Don't I can't find the life. Yes, yes. Take my life. Oh, thanks. Oh, well, it helps some.
3: Look at all those dusty old trunks. I might to maybe hiding behind those.
1: Yes, and he may have skipped out. Oh, come
3: on, let's go back upstairs. You know how strong the killer must feel. He could. Just like the beast, Jennifer, he could snap our necks the way he killed her and get. Keep behind me I and mean, quiet. What was that? Sounds like something moved over
2: there.
3: Look. Look at that trunk. It's got Bartholomew's name on it. The
1: trunk's right up against this closet door. Here, I'll pull it away so We'll see if it's locked. Wait, wait, I have. Margo, look out. That closet door's opening.
2: There's something in there. What? Back, Margo, quick. It's coming out. It's out!
0: Well, here it is winter again, and for lots of you that means the common cold with all its usual miseries. Now for fifty one years millions of cold sufferers have known just what to do. They've turned to Grove Cold Tablets for comforting relief fast. Maybe you didn't know that Grove cold tablets get right down inside and work internally to give relief from all these usual miseries of a cold at once. Relief number one, help reduce fever. Relief number two, ease your headache. Relief number three, alleviate body aches. Relief number four, reduce nasal stuffiness. Relief number five, lessen muscular pain. Grove cold tablets can do all this because there are multiple medicines, compounded like a doctor's prescription. Yes, a combination of eight active medical ingredients specifically for your cold relief. Now remember to rest and avoid exposure. Get Grove cold tablets and take exactly as directed. Look for the name Grove. G-R-O-V-E. Grove cold tablets for relief of cold miseries. To the shadow.
1: Avant Cranston and Margot Lane, on the trail of a brutal killer, stumbled on something hidden in the closet of a hotel basement storage room. What was it, Lamont?
3: What was it? It grabbed me.
1: Of course, Margot. Oh. Tell again, you me. Push that trunk away from the closet door. Isn't it is me a
3: dead body.
1: Brad Bartholomew's body, Margot. What? He's neck broken, the head nearly yanked.
2: Her. Oh, Lamont, I, I...
1: Brad Bartholomew killed the same way Jennifer Gay was killed this afternoon by someone with the strength of a giant.
2: Oh, it's horrible, Lamont. I want to get out of here.
1: Wait. There. What? Something on his coat, Margot. Two tiny petals of blue cornflower. Oliver Biceroy. He must have seen Bartholomew tonight.
3: But how could Viceroy have killed Bartholomew this way? Viceroy is not a young man and certainly not the strong, virile
1: Maybe Viceroy didn't kill him. He could have hired some thug, brought him along to do his killing for that him. Has. Revenge for Jennifer's death. Viceroy's always been in love with her.
3: You mean you think Bartholomew killed Jennifer this evening and then Viceroy had him killed for revenge?
1: What more perfect revenge could he have than to see Bartholomew die in the same brutal way he'd used to kill Jennifer? Let's go, Marlowe.
3: You're going to Alva,
2: Viceroy?
1: Alone. Right now. As the shadow. Now, let's see. The revolver lies beside me on my desk here in my room as I write this, my last column. The famous society matron will shed no tears over my sweat. Now she shed no tears over the murder of a beautiful actress. I name mean, no one is guilty. But I know that a woman's jealousy and hate did kill Jennifer Gay. That is my obituary. Now the gun. What? Who's that? The Shadow has your gun now, Oliver Viceroy. <laughs> the, the, the shadow. <laughs> who? Where are you? What happened here? Why did you kill Brad Bartholomew? Brad Bartholomew? He's been murdered too. Yes, Oliver Viceroy beaten, his neck broken, like Jennifer Gay. You hired someone to kill him. No, I didn't. I swear I didn't. And why were petals from your boutonniere found on the lapel of his coat? Petals? My blue flower. It's a trick. Someone deliberately planted them there. You wanted Brad killed for revenge. You believe he killed Jennifer? No. I know that he didn't. Brad didn't kill Jennifer, but... I know who did. Yes? Who? Harriet Hamilton. She hated Jennifer because Jennifer was trying to steal Edward Milan, her protege, from her. you have proof? I have. This letter. Listen. Dear Oliver, you are the only person I know who has influence over Jennifer Gates. She's trying to take Edward from me. Keep her away. I'll kill her... If she dares interfere, find Harriet Hamilton. Why have you hidden this evidence? Why didn't you go to the police with it? Harriet helped me, too, to get stuff. But I feel no gratitude now for that woman. She planted my flowers so the police would suspect me of Brad's murder. And you're naming her to save your own life. Why would I lie when I was about to kill myself? You saw Shadow. You saved me from suicide. Well, there are reasons for living now. To see her hang. I'll take that letter, Viceroy. The shadow has all the information he needs now. You can rest assured that the real murderer will be brought to justice.
2: We'll get arrested. There's baby? no one in the
1: streets at this time of the morning. What? Do you think Harriet
2: Hamilton might try to get away?
1: She must know that Bartholomew's disappearance can't go undiscovered very long.
2: But if, if she did kill Jennifer, why
1: would she also kill Bartholomew? Because well, she had to. If Brad was at her house before the recital, he probably witnessed the murder. I, I, I can't
2: see how
3: a woman
1: like Harriet Hamilton could be a vicious, cruel killer. Well, we'll know that when we get there, Margot,
0: if we're not too late.
2: Edward. Edward Barney. Yes,
0: Harriet.
2: Sitting alone in this dark room playing by the light of a candle. If someone heard you at this hour, they might think it's very odd. I'm too nervous to sleep,
1: Harriet. I've got to be and
2: You've got nothing to be nervous about, Edward.
1: After what happened here in this house this evening. Stop
2: playing, Edward.
1: Playing is the only thing that helps me now.
2: You heard me, Edward. Stop playing. Stop it, I said <laughs> That's it, Edward. <laughs> You're not frightened of me, are you, Edward? Why, I'm the one who gives you strength. I'll make you great. I
1: know,
2: Harriet. I've always taken care of you. I'm very fond of you, Edward.
1: I couldn't get along without you Edward. You've given me everything. But this tonight, this awful thing, Jennifer and Brad. What if the police find out? Edward. They're dead, aren't they?
2: Edward. They're dead. They're. <laughs> Acting like a hysterical fire. Sounded like someone coming up the drive.
1: There's a car just drove up.
2: One of the neighbors?
1: At 4.30 in the morning.
2: No, Harriet. It's the police. No, no, they couldn't have found
1: out.
2: Tell them the truth, Harriet. Tell them everything. Mm. Listen to me, Edward. I've made plans for this. They're running away. No, no, they catch captured. I've got the news for you already packed and one for me, too. I've hidden them in the second-floor room in the garage above the car. Harriet, I'm afraid. Together we'll manage. Come with me now. I, I can't, Harriet. I'm afraid. You can. You'll Edward. Let me go. No. I'll in the garage. Quick. You're coming with me. Look, they're <laughs> right here on the second floor of the garage. They're here for a moment while they search the house. I... I... One. I can't hurry it. Tell the police the truth. I'll tell them the truth. All right. You fool, tell them. You'll hang. I won't. I of course you will. But it was worth it, wasn't it? I've always wanted Jennifer out of the way. I'm glad she's dead. Brad, too, had to be killed. I didn't even know he was in the house until I saw him looking out, watching you kill Jennifer.
1: You wanted them killed.
2: Jennifer was after you for
1: herself, she would have taken you from me. You made me kill them for you. You told me lies. Jennifer was laughing at us. You made me hate her until I killed her in a blind rage. Yes, but no
2: one would suspect you, Edward. You're so weak and so dependent. Mm. No one would dream of the great strength that lies in those two hands of yours.
1: Yes, yeah, my two strong hands I exercised and developed to make beautiful music. You urged me on so they'd bring pain and death. You made me kill for your own selfish purpose. Listen. They're
2: down below now. We've got to get out of here somehow. The window.
1: You're not going anywhere, Harriet.
2: Edward. Why are you locking that door?
1: We're trapped, Harriet. You know it.
0: You don't
2: care because you're not the murderer. They won't take you, Edward. You could beat them.
1: Snap their necks if you chose. No, Harriet. It's your neck I'm after. This
2: no, oh, no.
1: Yes, look at these powerful hands, Harriet. The hands that beat Jennifer and Brad to a pulp. Edward, you wouldn't
2: let me. I'm
1: going to show you how I killed Jennifer. Oh, no. First one blow on her face, like this. And she got up herself. Just like that. Oh, don't, don't. I I smashed down with another head. Oh, and another. Stop. Stop. Now, Harriet.
2: No.
1: This is how
2: no.
1: Jennifer felt when I grabbed her throat no. and no. choked. In here. Someone, you've got no gun and the terrace in there, please. I'll try to save that
2: woman. Put through this door. Come well, i it. keep away from him. the her. Please, please, Lamont. Stay away from him. All right, my
1: man. you. You're coming with me. No, you
2: don't. don't.
1: don't. I've got him. Phone the police, Margot. He's not going to give us any more trouble now. Edward Meland locked up. He confessed everything, Margot. So he
2: did kill
1: Jennifer and Grant? Yes. But Harriet Hamilton was the mind and force behind those murders, Margot. She told him she could never be happy or help him with his career as long as Jennifer lived. And she persuaded him to kill Bartholomew to cover that murder? Yes. Jennifer came out early before the recital. Edward killed her in a fit of rage and left her for dead. But she managed to revive long enough to crash through those French doors.
2: Then
3: Bartholomew must have followed Jennifer out and witnessed the murder. That's why he were in that room. But darling, why didn't he go right to the police?
1: He's afraid of being involved in a murder that might ruin his screen career. Besides, he did get rid of Jennifer for him at a most convenient time.
2: Oh. What about Viceroy's blue cornflower petals? Well,
1: Hamilton planted those on Brad's party just as Viceroy claimed she had.
2: Well, darling, I still get weak every time
3: I think of you facing that brutal killer. How on earth
1: did you put him? I nearly didn't, Margot. I felt the terrific strength in those two hands. Then suddenly, when he looked down at Mrs. Hamilton's dead body, strange thing happened. Strength seemed to leave. It was as if all the power Edward Millan possessed
0: left him. The moment he realized he'd murdered Harriet Hamilton, the one person who had made him strong.
3: hope you enjoyed this program from radioclassics.com. Programs are copyright their respective owners, all rights reserved.